everybody. Welcome to Turning Point CT's first ever podcast. Woohoo! <laughs> That's great. So we got a group of people here that, have, that are involved with turningpointct.org, the awesome website by and for young people in Connecticut. And we are going to have a discussion among peers around a controversial topic, which is whether marijuana should be legalized for recreational purposes. They don't do. So first, who is here today? Allie is here today. <laughs> Ray is here. Kevin. Lauren. And Sydney. All right. And I'm Margaret. I'm moderating. <laughs> yeah. So, we're going to jump right into it by first finding out where everyone in the room stands. <laughs> so, okay. Marijuana is already legal for medical purposes in Connecticut. I believe there are nine states that have legalized it for recreational purposes, which means, how many is it? Seven. Seven, okay. Including the District of Columbia. Mm. Which means that, um, thanks Kevin, which means that they, you can use it for any purpose. It's just you know, available for purchase. So first off, what do you think? Should we legalize it for recreational purposes? How many say yes? I say yes. Mm-hmm. I definitely say yes. I have a mixed opinion. That's how I um, Just because I feel like a lot of people are using it. So in that sense, but I think that I don't really know how I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I want to see how it goes first. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kevin, you didn't weigh in? Yeah, I support this testing approach. I'm not exactly sure, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm for medical marijuana. Yeah. Well, for medical, well, but we're talking about recreational. And recreational. <laughs> To a certain extent. I feel like you have to put in more regulations and definitely do a lot more testing on the effects, like the long-term effects, before we, like, come to, like, a conclusion for, like, the entire country. But I think, like, eventually, yeah, I think eventually I support legalizing recreational marijuana. Okay. And Allie, you didn't weigh in. I don't support the legalization of marijuana for recreational. Why not? For a bunch of reasons, um, one of them being that there isn't enough data for that. Um, there's not a lot enough long term. Um, number two is because even if you have an age limit on it, um, say the age limit is 18 or 21, mm-hmm. your your brain's still not fully developed at that point. So then you're still hurting, you know, your ability to. Um, have your brain processed properly so all the physical aspects of it and I think it'll also influence teens um, to have them think that it's okay to do it because it's legal and just like kind of how people view um, alcohol I also think that um, there'll be more car accidents because of driving under the influence and um, people will just continue to do it more because it's legal and try to fight that and um, you know, marijuana can definitely, just as alcohol is, can be a gateway to doing um, more drugs as well, mm-hmm. and a bunch of more reasons. Yeah. But I'll go on forever. Yeah, that was that was um, that was serious. <laughs> um, I see. That's what kind of puts me on the fence too, because I, I definitely agree with you. But then again, when you do compare it to alcohol, if alcohol is legal, why wouldn't marijuana be yeah. you know what I mean so it's kind of like if it does, if it's the same thing if it is a gateway with that argument it's kind of like so are cigarettes like you know what I mean you're smoking period hookah everything so you know I love hookah so uh <laughs> yeah so 
I don't know. This, this is such a, like a, a tough thing to think about. And then I, I do think about, um, you know, the young adults who, or the, or the kids who um, feel just because it's legal, they have to do it. But that's what anything, whatever, whatever is legal or not legal, people are going to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's that big of a deal. No, that's just me. There's also an economic side to it, mm-hmm. like it would benefit us to a great deal because then we'll have uh, new businesses. But so new revenue. However, yeah. yeah. the problem with that is that if you're getting it from a dispensary, like they're probably going to put a tax on it. Like I think Colorado has a tax mm-hmm. because All like to make state like revenue. Yeah. And but then you have people that want to avoid the tax are still going to buy from drug dealers and you don't know what that is laced with. And regulation can be costly too, as well as bureaucratic. Uh, mm-hmm. It can be very difficult to really administer yeah. something like this, and we're really not sure who is going to be using it and for what reasons. So True. there mm-hmm. is going to be a lot of challenges getting it ready regulated. Yeah. Well, what kinds of regulations are you thinking there would be? If it for example, taxes or mm-hmm. the age limit, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And like safe and standards of safety, like. Um, regulating like the dosage of THC and stuff, hmm. which I think is really important. Absolutely, to decide absolutely. It. So, absolutely. Like, making consumers completely aware of like how much they're ingesting. But like one of the big problems we have right now, I think, with um, like the dispensaries is since it's still like federally illegal, like mm-hmm. they have to do all of their business with banks and cash, which makes it really dangerous for people to be working like between those two. Yeah. I didn't think about it that way. Mm-hmm. I did not at all. It sounded like to, I thought you were saying federally illegal, but you were saying federally illegal, illegal yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is one of those big issues. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not okay at the federal level, even mm-hmm. for medical purposes. Yeah, yeah. And yet in the states, it is. In some of the states. What's kind of interesting though is like so far, all the states that have legalized it have legalized it through like a popular vote. Mm-hmm. And I think Vermont right now is the first state that's considering like legalizing it through the legislative system. In Massachusetts, yeah. Yeah, which would be um, really interesting because it's pretty hard, I think, to, um, like, go back and, like, remove a law that's been, like, put in place by popular vote, and so it'd be interesting to see how that differs for states that um, legalize it legislatively. Pretty hard to put it through to change laws either way. Either way, yeah. (laughs) But, um, so you were living in Vermont, Mm -hmm. or were you there when it got, when any of that happened? I think that's just starting. Okay. Um, so I don't really know like as much about it, but I mean, at least from in my experience, like from being like a young adult in Vermont, like it is smoked smoked like pretty widely through like the young adult population. Absolutely. So it's the same. I'm not surprised that. Yeah. Well, I would say it's probably worse in Vermont, but I'm, I'm not surprised that it's something that's they're considering to do through the legislative system. So, you guys have identified. Um, a bunch of the issues that are related to this, like what would be the age limits, what's, you know, because there is an impact on brain development. Um, Allie, you mentioned car accidents, um, you know, but then Kevin brought up the revenue side. So there are a lot of different arguments for pro and con. Um, If we were, if Connecticut were going to legalize this for recreational purposes, what age do you think would be an appropriate age? 25. 25 when you're an adult. 25? <laughs> what? Wait, Allie said 25. Kevin, what we did could you start think? with 25. It's, it's, uh, I mean, that's where the brain is developed, isn't that right? But um, you're less true. We can make uh, that's what I'm judgment. saying. I think we should raise alcohol, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think since it. alcohol is still at 21, it should be probably around the same age. age. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but this is new, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we don't know the repercussions. We don't sure. know what's going to be. We don't want to have um, someone in college doing marijuana simply because they can do it. Um, we want to have something for more mature adults, people who can have better judgment, can make better decisions about their lives. So we sort of want to have a testing approach to it, and starting out at 25 will probably be a good choice to make. I mean, I, I, I guess, again, so I feel like a, a most of my decision about you know legalizing it for recreational use kind of just comes from, um, I guess, just living in the urban community. Everyone smokes it. Even when I uh, went to a predominantly white high school, everyone was doing it and more. You know what I mean? So I I haven't seen it have a really bad effect on people just besides the fact that they get the munchies or they (laughs) they sleep in often. You know what I mean? It hasn't, I haven't seen it do anything, um, you know, have an adverse effect yet. But then again, when you do get those batches that are laced, you kind of run that risk. But that's one of the good things about legalizing it. Because you, you can, can control it, it. Yeah. exactly, for the most part. Because yeah. even with controlling everything else, yeah, mm-hmm. still going to find Otherwise. it no matter what. And that's just something mm-hmm. that I, that comes with the territory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, ah, it's a good, is it really? And I think you have to take into consideration about law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're going to have a really hard time because that's just more patrolling they have to do. That's more monitoring they have to do because mm-hmm. just like I'm sure it was with alcohol, they didn't. They were in over their heads, you know, yeah. when that was legal. And I think also maybe crime rate could possibly increase because if you have people that, you know, you already have people that are selling narcotics and jumping on that board, but then if you have people like dealers that are selling marijuana and now you're taking that business from them, then it makes it you know that's at the end of the day that's a business to them and then it makes it more difficult so I always wonder like what if you know if a dealer that sells marijuana if they will progress to selling a different drug or Mm -hmm. if they'll possibly go to a different crime instead Mm -hmm. in order to make money I can't help but like think about stuff like that too because at the end of the day you're taking away their ability to make money piggybacking on the effect on law enforcement I think one of the big problems we have to deal with is we don't have anything like a breathalyzer for marijuana so you get pulled over they do they 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 do I I heard about um, like the mouth swab Okay. That they're doing but it. But at least what I've seen is like it just tests whether you've had it recently. Yeah, and like mm-hmm. I think we need something Sound like a breathalyzer where it'll yeah. tell like how much you know. You can but is yeah, that can you even do that? that? I don't even think right that's that that's possible. Though. But like if someone smoked marijuana earlier in the day, like how how are you gonna be able to tell like if Smell. that person's like yeah. You know, eyes, yeah. Yeah, you're right. I guess the field sobriety test, but even those can sometimes be really inaccurate. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think you'd probably have to come up with like a different one for marijuana because the effects are different than alcohol. Absolutely. Right? You know? And then another thing too with um, legalizing it, what about all those uh, petty crimes that people are in jail now for for having um, like possession and potent mm-hmm. and whatever? What is it? Possession and intent to sell. Mm-hmm. What happens? So what happens to what we need to reform? Yeah. yeah. So what? So what happens? A lot with of that? that was decriminalized a while back. What? Yeah. Already. Mm-hmm. So, so it's just I can't help but wonder if some people that are currently sitting in the in for, jail you know, will end up trying to you know appeal right yeah They're those that charge yeah. and then um when you said about the you know the whole I guess the drug dealers kind of well the crime rate going up and drug dealers finding something else to sell I feel like people are still going to sell marijuana regardless if it's legal or not um, someone's always looking for something different if that makes mm-hmm. sense and Cali. You could go to a dispensary. They have all types of strains, all this type of stuff. But for some reason, people are still gonna go to the to their friend that's selling mm-hmm. it, and they it's probably tax-free. exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So 
And then with um with the crime rate, I don't know. I just I just don't see that happening. Well, personally, everyone that I know who who uh, smokes marijuana, they're just way more chill. <laughs> I don't see them. I don't know, maybe robbing a bank or anything. Maybe you know, driving under the influence. I could definitely see that because they do that now, mm-hmm. and that's definitely an issue that we mm-hmm. would have to fix. But again, people do it under alcohol. People yeah. do it on prescription drugs. Mm-hmm. Moms have their wine and mm-hmm. pick up their kids yeah. from school. So it's mm-hmm. like either way. Yeah. It sounds like you guys are saying that or a couple people are saying like well maybe if we did this as sort of a testing approach start mm-hmm. it off and see how it goes but then you're talking about how everyone's already smoking okay. and everyone already has it's already access. a test so yeah isn't there a test already yeah. essentially in place right. um kevin you said you thought 25 would be a good age because the brain is mostly developed by mm-hmm. then um what so if someone has a developing brain, if someone's under twenty five and they're using marijuana, what do you guys see as the actual issues with that? If there are any, the IQ levels. Yeah, because I remember learning that mm-hmm. if someone smokes mm-hmm. marijuana under the age of twenty four, um, they lose their IQ and it won't come back. Yeah. yeah, but isn't that for a period restored. of time? Yeah, no, yeah, but no, I think no, they were okay. saying like, if, I think I know what you're talking about. I was reading about this earlier. Is like if you start smoking around the age of fourteen, like even if you quit as an adult, if you smoke Still for drops. long enough, it drops like eight points, and you can't get mm-hmm. it back no yeah. matter what. That's that's right. Mm-hmm. What about um, any other information? Like what else happens? Do you guys actually think marijuana is addictive? Yes. Can be. I think the Absolutely. Addictive. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's. There like, you I go. Think, like, like with nicotine, yes. like that's like the chemical is addictive mm. versus you're like I think you're looking at a different type of addiction for like that feeling mm-hmm. can be overused. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. I definitely feel like, and then again, like a lot of people, I feel like they smoke for different reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it be therapeutic, whether yeah. it be to you know Social. soothe mm-hmm. soothe the pain to or yes to socialize. So, um, but I bet the socializing is I think what. Um, most young adults are doing and that, that's exactly it when people are bored you're either going to drink or or smoke I mean we really don't want to enable smoking because smoking in itself is a bad thing so uh, I mean, if people know that they can things. smoke legally they're definitely going to do it and that has medical effects so that's a real concern there I mean everything has a medical effect if you look at it essentially right if, if you think if you think about it, if you do anything long enough, you could play you could play a sport long enough, and you can mess up your knee. I'm just look at football. Yeah, you get those concussions. Yeah, any and everything has a risk, whether it's legal or not. You know, it's just I just feel like it's up to the individual. Allie, um, when I when I asked if you guys think marijuana is addictive, a couple of you said I think the feeling is, but it's different. But Allie, you started to say something else. I think. Um, yeah, and the reason I like touch on that addictive is because I'm an addict, so. I look at that as even more of a concern of it being a behavior, a feeling Mm. as an addiction. You know, yes, of course, physically, just like as it is with narcotics and things like that, there's a physical dependency on it. But I think having that addiction to the euphoria and the feelings that come with it is almost worse than that physical dependency because now you're, you're making it where this thing is what I use to cope, this thing is what I use to socialize, this thing is what I use to, um, you know, go about my day or be productive mm-hmm. or whatever thing you're filling it to be. I think it kind of makes it harder because people shouldn't have to use, something abuse something in order to mm-hmm. have it, you know. And it's one thing, I, you know, I understand medications and whatnot. That's why I think there's a huge difference between the medical versus the recreational mm-hmm. because just like 
with drinking and just like with high schoolers and young adults, you know, if you have to tell them, hey, to socialize, you have to have a drink or smoke a blunt in order to have fun and have, able to get along. I think that's kind of concerning and that shows, mm-hmm. you know, not much prevention efforts as far as having them wait to be able to be an adult, make that decision of whether they'll do it or not. And when you associate a, a drug with coping or whatever it may be, that that's a little alarming and concerning and plus like, at, almost every addict I guess I can't speak for everybody but most addicts they don't start with you know they didn't start abusing narcotics Mm -hmm. with narcotics it always started with something else whether it was alcohol or marijuana I for instance would have never gotten comfortable with prescription pills or heroin or molly or any of those other drugs had it not been if I didn't get comfortable in smoking marijuana and I know if it was legal I would have been able to obtain it a lot easier than you know it being illegal just like alcohol was difficult for me to get because there was a certain age limit but it was still pretty easy because it's in the home it's in a lot of people's homes where Mm -hmm. if that if it's being replaced with a blunt instead of a bottle then it's going to be easier and then my concern is also for you know little kids little kids that get curious Mm -hmm. and say what is this you know that's why they always teach parents put your alcohol in high Mm -hmm. places you know watch your kids things like that but we all know things happen you know so if you do have a kid that's like hmm and you know what what is this just like okay yeah cigarettes might be illegal but that doesn't mean it's a good thing it doesn't yeah. mean it's good for you so you know just because something's legal doesn't mean it's good for you and I think like I think churches would the church community would have a really hard time with it too so I have a hard causes, time with everything yeah, <laughs> so I mean that's a challenge we're having now that's why it's not legal <laughs> yeah it's just I just feel like it's everyone has their opinion about yeah. it and I just feel like it, it comes from a lot of, I feel like our perspectives come from again how we grew up who we've been mm-hmm. around what we've seen what we've experienced and even if you've tried it you know so um I mean it's legal in Uruguay they're doing well yeah so, so you know, know all different places we've seen them. different things it's, so yeah. Connecticut it could be it, exactly like it's too like I know people that use it for anxiety and that could be a dependency mm-hmm. which that might be a bad thing but then there's a lot of people who use it socially so I think it depends on who you are yep and by legalizing it you're opening the door to everyone, not like like the one thing with having medical marijuana is that it paid attention to like what you were dealing with mm-hmm. versus this is opening it to everyone and that, that's gonna cause problems no matter how mm-hmm. you divide it. Well, you just mentioned that that could cause problems and we've seen examples mm-hmm. of what's happened in states that went from not having mm-hmm. even medical marijuana, mm-hmm. including Connecticut, mm-hmm. to having it. So Ray, a minute ago, you were just saying everyone's basing it on their own experiences. Yeah. So now I wanna ask you to think about like what have you? What has what has really caught your eye as you've read discussions or heard people talking about this after like Colorado legalized it and stuff? Have you heard any information that makes you question your own assumptions? Absolutely. I remember um, having a conversation with you. Um, you know the increased um, you know car accidents and things like that. Mm-hmm. That actually really in Colorado. yeah in Colorado yeah that really. Um, kind of stuck with me and of course the um, lowering of the IQ I, I, that literally blew my mind because I'm so used to seeing it that to me like it's normal mm-hmm. you know people smoking marijuana even though it's illegal it's it's everywhere so I, I never even thought twice about you know how that could impair your judgment and things like that because at the end of the day it is a drug mm-hmm. so 
Do you think that people are just going to mind your own business when it comes to smoking marijuana? Like, nobody's going to really care that it's legal or not. It's just going to be the same culture as it is right now. Uh, it's just it that people who are already smoking are going to keep smoking. Yeah, people absolutely. People are not smoking are not going to be smoking, that kind of thing. So is the culture really going to change? Do you think it's going to be a, a bigger issue? Or it's just going to be how it is right now? I think there's going to be an increase. Because, like, the people that are too afraid to, like, smoke the law yeah, or, like, mm-hmm. like, go to a drug dealer to get it, they're going to be curious. So it's going to be like it's legal now. So it must be okay for me. So it's going to be an increase. And the trend has been in the states once they legalized even just medical marijuana, like Colorado, mm-hmm. the trend was that all of a sudden there was a lot more marijuana available in middle school and high school, mm-hmm. even when you were supposed to have a medical reason for it. Yeah. So it just oh. did get out there more, yeah. and people used it more for I think the reason yeah. you're saying it doesn't yeah. seem anymore. Yeah. Like it's I think one of the problems with medical marijuana though is I think, or at least like this is what I've heard from talking to people who, who've been using medical marijuana is that some people just, if they have the right doctor they can go and say I have back pain but, and yep. their doctor will write Give them it a to thing. Me, yeah. And that, that's a problem because you're not using it for a legitimate medical reason. I agree. That's basically just recreational. Exactly. Yeah. So it's kind of the same the same mm-hmm. exact thing. So same exact thing. Doctors, yeah, that's true. Lazy. But then everybody, if, if being legal makes everybody think they're their own doctor and they can make their own decisions, yeah. and I just don't think anybody, no matter what age you are, really always makes the best decisions for themselves. Mm-hmm. Then you get the drug mixed in it. It's even but if worse. you can't make your own decisions, who are you? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you have to make your own decisions yeah. at some point. You decided to put whatever the blunt to your mouth or smoke the marijuana. That's up to you. And at the end of the day, I feel like... At 25. That's what, <laughs> at 25. You're right. Yeah, absolutely right. So I feel like it's just a decision. It's There's the, some evidence that the brain keeps really doing a major amount of development up until age 28 or maybe even wow. 29. So wow. With that argument, would you support a, a legalization 30. age of 30? People are still going to use it when they're younger. Like, I, don't, like, I think making it higher you're going to have more people using it versus like the person that's 18 they haven't tried marijuana they're mm-hmm. like okay it's three three years I can wait three years yeah. versus like if it's 30 and you're 18 all your friends are smoking and you might be like okay well if they're smoking it's mm-hmm. another like 10 years like why don't I just try now I don't know it's just moderation. Twenty five is, you know, a good age. It's a time when you get your own car, your own apartment. Well, some people get their cars earlier. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, you have your own apartment. You start your family. It's, yeah, you know, it's it's, it's like a turning point age. Yeah, yeah. okay, so, I can see that. Yeah, we could probably start there. We'll get somewhere else if it's that a lot of young people are not smoking and it's not becoming a huge issue, especially in schools and colleges. Yeah, then we could probably. You know, lower the age. I also then wonder, since you said start a family, obviously alcohol has that disclaimer on it saying, you know, not for consumption while pregnant. pregnant. I always say wonder, the same are thing. they going to do the same thing about, um, you know, when have, have pregnant? There, I mean, I haven't really looked into it, but have there been any yeah. real effects? Of- it definitely lowers, like, the weight of babies at birth. That's, um, And I think there are some effects on, like, brain development, but mm-hmm. I haven't looked into a lot of right. that. There might not be a lot of research. Because, like, it's mm-hmm. only been legal a few years in a few states. Some yeah. people have still been doing, like, research on marijuana yeah. use for a really long time. But one of the problems with that is, like, since it's only yeah. becoming legal now, like, uh, the data, like, that they can collect now and the research that they collect now is, like, a lot better. So mm-hmm. I don't know if, like, all of the things that we've been taught and, like, the statistics are, statistics are going to, like, remain true. true. Or are they yeah. going to be better? Are they going to be worse? Like, we have to wait and see. Yeah, you're right. This also makes me think about, um, you know, all the college students 
who are stressing, mm-hmm. and um, especially the college athletes, because I have seen a lot of athletes get kicked out of school for marijuana. Mm-hmm. Literally, just probably, especially. Um, I think they, I think they have like some of them have like a no tolerance rule. Yeah. So after your first strike, you're out. But I have seen them keep repeating it, this same process, like mm-hmm. two to three times. So that I don't know if it's just being silly or is it really just I need it. Or you know what I mean? So that that makes me think about it too. And then again with the NFL, they ban it. Mm-hmm. The, but they're also talking about uh, because too many people are smoking it and getting fined. Mm-hmm. As, at what point do you just you know throw the towel in and say okay, you know? Mm-hmm. Might as well. Yeah. Like the one thing benefit of legalizing it is that you have the regulations in place mm-hmm. and you, have, you can you can monitor a select like group of people yeah. versus if it's you're not monitoring anyone no, there's exactly. no regula- regulations right now so. yeah you're absolutely right mm-hmm. cool. so if they do legalize it is there a limit on how much we can actually use or does it mean that we use any amount we want I mean, I feel like you can get limited if you go to a dispensary or something because they can only think, give you but so, yeah, much. so much but again it's accessible, you can get it from anywhere if you really want to Mm-hmm. So I you think can't if it really... does become legal, it's going to be like alcohol. Like you got the whole liquor store, but yeah. that's up to you on um, how much you want to buy. Right. Because you can you and can the walk out with you are when you're buying it. exactly because mm-hmm. they won't sell it to you if you're noticeably intoxicated. So mm-hmm. if you're noticeably so too, but then yeah. what about those people who um, have smoked so much that they don't really get those symptoms anymore? Mm-hmm. That's you true. know, they like they don't have the, yeah. the red yeah. eyes, the tolerance, right? yeah. tolerance yeah. level, yeah. And that and that's when I think it gets dangerous. The tolerance, that's when I feel like you start to segue and kind of start to go into the the narcotics and things like that. You start to look for something else. So that's another th- that's another conversation mm-hmm. because how do you manage that when you tell someone, all right, like yeah, enough no. is enough, you've reached your capacity. So yeah, take a break. yeah, can't right. And I guess that concerns me from working. Um, you know, working towards my goal of working in uh, in the substance abuse counseling field, mm-hmm. just seeing how hard it is now to get people that are dependent on narcotics, opioids at that, to get them into a bed for rehab is hard enough, and that's immediate needs that need to be met um, and high risk. I wonder, I'm a little concerned, even though I, you know, I want to see the business, you know, that business continue of helping people. I'm concerned to see more and more beds being taken for marijuana use when you know that rather than not having that I'd rather see the beds for immediate needs mm-hmm. not saying that I don't wouldn't want to treat someone with a marijuana dependency but you know it's having it legal is opening yeah. up opening up doors for people to use it more which opens up more for doors of abuse to lead to mm-hmm. which leads to more beds needing need taken that are already mm-hmm. hard enough to get That's open a really really good point so I don't know, I guess it ranges. And wow, to kind of play devil's advocate, even though I'm totally supporting recreational use. (laughs) What about those people who smoke and it kind of brings something out of them that they never knew? Um, Like I had a friend who um, had an accident in college. He was smoking. I'm not sure. It could have been laced or whatever. But um, he actually... um, found out that he was schizophrenic he had a, a really bad attack and that was the fourth person that i know who've actually who smoked marijuana and ended up finding out that they had some type of uh mental health i was reading disorder. something on that earlier like i guess that it just like if you're prone to something already it increases the, i yeah. want to say the numbers like double like it doubles mm. the likelihood that like you'll 
you know, start experiencing, um, like, problems associated with whatever, like, disorder you're prone to more. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I think the way you said it is perfect. Is yeah. Good, because it's not so much necessarily like he yeah. found out he had it. There's It's not creating the schizophrenia. No, like, increase. You, re- you increase the risk of yeah. getting schizophrenia if you smoke. Mm-hmm. As a teen, and that's been wow. and the more you smoke, the more your chances of developing schizophrenia. Wow. wow! And since most people with um, substance abuse disorders, they also like it's usually co-occurring. co-occurring. Mm-hmm. So that concerns me as well because you can now you're trying to you know immediately jump on a medication to be or a substance to cope with your mental health disorder rather than trying to look into some other, other al- yeah. alternative mm-hmm. ways to help that before getting into medication like I know even for me when I told them when I went into a doctor and told them that I have an opioid abuse problem they said you know okay well let's put you on Vivitrol, Suboxone or Methadone and mm-hmm. I tried all that and that none of them worked for me and caused some of it caused more harm so and that was just for me where I it wasn't until I actually found complete opposite recovery resources other than and not including medication that's when I really found that recovery so then you know I'm concerned that people will just jump right to that instead Mm -hmm. of at least trying some other alternatives were you trying to say something Kevin well I mean I I mean I've had a personal experience with marijuana um, growing up because my father smoked marijuana Mm -hmm. I grew up around the smell from a very young age so there is that and it probably drives a little fear through me in the sense that he probably used it too much because he's always sick he always had the regular cold so you know that was a huge issue especially in our family and then he moved to drinking alcohol Mm. and that became a problem so I can kind of see the linkage between these these drugs you know I don't know if it's a safe thing who's going to be practicing it and you know how bad of an issue it's going to become once it's legal you know I think moderation is really important in whatever way we can moderate it I think that would be amazing I think that's the key yeah, yeah, I think that sure. brings us back to what we were saying in the very beginning. Like, the yeah. key before legalization is, like, fully examining the yeah. like, long-term effects. I think the so. approach Connecticut is sort of taking right now is they're sort of watching Massachusetts to see what they're doing, mm-hmm. you know, how it's going to play out after 2018, because I think that's when stores are going to begin to open once they legalize it there. Yeah. So I think they're mm-hmm. sort of getting ideas from them to see how it's working there, mm-hmm. you know, and how it's going to eventually play out. Whether or not it's going to have an impact, that's, you know, not um, uh, what you'd say. <laughs> well, there, I mean, last year and this year, the Connecticut legislature were seriously discussing legalizing yeah. it right away because we need the revenue. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, the, the discussion was around we need revenue from any sources we can get it. Whichever way. So, so you know, it didn't pass, and that gives, it didn't pass last year. It could still pass this year. It's Is that very unlikely. Through taxes? Um, what's that? Revenue through taxes, right? Yeah. I think that's going to be the main source of income. Because once you start, once you legalize marijuana, I guess everybody's going to be selling it. That percent of prices down. People right? can grow it. People can yeah. sell it. Yeah. Tax it. Mm-hmm. So wow. it's, it, it's unlikely to pass this year. Mm-hmm. The way the country's going, it seems yeah. like, you know, many people states are, are going to do it shaking, for, I think, yeah. some of the reasons you identified. Um, but... Um, I, you know, I, I was trying to think about everything you guys have been talking about. It seems like you've identified as pros for legalizing marijuana that, you know, it does bring in money. It recognizes the fact that people are using it anyway. So maybe it gives you opportunities to monitor it and monitor quality or test for it. And, um, 
just manage the process. And then the cons you guys identified included, included that it's bad for the developing brain. Um, maybe you get more of it out there to younger populations. You sort mm-hmm. of start, stop people waiting or being afraid or being timid about trying it. Um, the gateway effect that you may start using more of other drugs increases in car accidents. Um, although I will say, I've talked to teens who think that they would probably, they've literally said, I think it would enhance my drive. Yeah, oh, well, I heard that. A lot yeah, actually. me too. So mm-hmm. in case anyone's wondering about that, doesn't. <laughs> so, um, and then, and then Ali, you were talking about the burden on law enforcement and on mm-hmm. the substance use treatment system. So I think that this has been an amazing discussion, but a lot of you said that issue is it should however it's done would have to be in moderation so as a final statement does anyone or a couple of you guys want to say if you were going to pass a law to if you were you don't have to <laughs> legalize recreational marijuana what would you put in place to try to manage that mm. well i think first you maybe keep a log of um, you know who comes in, who's coming out, and kind of almost keep track of what they're getting, or you know how many ounces, and kind of you know, I mean that's a start yeah. to kind of figure out, you know if you if you're coming every two days, and you and you know what I mean, and you're getting a, a eighth or something like that, then you, we should have a conversation. <laughs> so it's just. I don't know. Maybe that's the start to just yeah, definitely like limiting the amount people can buy yeah. and quality control, like making sure it's not laced with anything. Exactly. Like, you know, making like the, yeah, exactly the level of THC. Like people need to be like fully aware of what they're consuming. I feel like mm-hmm. labels. Yeah. Yeah. And labels, like yes. put risks on there. Like oh like, yes, like, like homes like smoking mental, packet. Yes. Like, it causes like mental development, hinders that. Like, yeah. Pregnancy. Yeah. Like you should put those risks on every package. Yep. That's a really good idea. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like tobacco smoking. Um, so 25 <laughs> years of age, that's the age limit, th- only 30 ounces a day. We probably could have permit cards that where we keep a check based on your re- registration. Right? Did okay. you say 30 um, ounces a day? 30 ounces. <laughs> Is that too much? <laughs> that's a lot. No more. <laughs> yeah, <man. Well. laughs> 30 ounces, they're not coming back <laughs> for a long time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He meant three. He meant three. <laughs> <laughs> one. All right, three ounces. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Talking about the backup on the train. We know. We know what he meant. He's from. We know what you meant. from Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Okay. Right. Any other final comments? No. Right, all right. All right. Cool. Awesome, you guys. So, oh wait. So the last thing is, if you want to discuss this topic anymore get on the forum and we can keep talking about this. This discussion is not going away anytime soon in our state or other states. That's right. Tune in next time. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Turn to point CT. Gotta go, bye.